tell you something, brother. Welcome to another explosive episode of Monday Night Horror, man. Well, that can only mean one thing. What's that? That the recording is in progress. Oh. it is i wasn't ready i was eating a cookie and drinking milk well we're at our leisure or eating milk and drinking a cookie you can drink a cookie you can drink anything <laughs> you could milk anything that has nipples <laughs> <laughs> i have nipple i have nipples could you can milk you, me can you milk me <laughs> <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen this is the long-awaited pod everybody has been waiting for this by everybody i mean like all like six of our viewers <laughs> yeah, we've missed a, a couple weeks. Yes, it's preparing been, for Halloween. Yes, it's been very busy. It's been busy here at the Grimm and Harrison households. So we haven't had time to do this shit. It's not like you're paying us anyway. So get off my back, Michael. <laughs> but speaking of Michael, and speaking of Sam Loomis, bad Sam Loomis impressions, <laughs> that can only mean one thing. Ugh. Ooh, yes, we're doing. Halloween Kills. So it's still in theaters now. Um, you can watch it on Peacock. That's where we're watching where it. We're watching it for the fifth, sixth time. Fifth, fifth, fifth umpteenth time. Well, this will be the sixth for me because I have watched it once since we saw it. For the penal time. Yes. Have you watched it at all since we watched it? No. No? Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was a that was a disgusted no. No, I haven't watched it. Well, you're about to, buddy. I also haven't watched Rob Zombies since the last time we watched them. Yeah, I have. <laughs> I enjoy those. As much as the rest of the world would hate me for saying it. <laughs> so, um, well, the reviews are out. Good, bad, indifferent. Um, They're pretty mixed. Yeah. Yeah, some people absolutely love it, and then there's others that absolutely hate it. But there's a, there's a lot to go through here. But uh, we're just going to do our thing. So uh, fire up your cock. Oh. <laughs> get your cock ready. Get your cock fired. And uh, get, ready to, get ready to play with your cock. Uh, three, two, one, play. Do I have to turn that down? Probably. <laughs> you want <to> mute it? <laughs> we don't. Well, it would probably make the movie better. Oh yes, if you would, muted it. At least we wouldn't have to hear the awful monologues and evil dies tonight. <laughs> oh man. God. You're getting food all over yourself. Listen, it's like a white chocolate chip cookie i thought you didn't like white chocolate yeah but this one tastes different it tastes like it almost tastes like vanilla chips it is vanilla chips we are together by the way Mm -hmm. it's the day before halloween yes it is also known as may 7th yeah it's may 7th somewhere or victory over europe day is that what happened on May 7th? Mm-hmm. Sometime. 
association with rough house pictures. So here's our opening scene, which is balloons. Yep. And Cameron coming back from his uh, high school dance, Halloween party, whatever. He calls Oscar and Oscar's dead on a fence. So many people don't like the Cameron character. I kind of liked him in this one. I liked him more in this one than I did in the last one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be safe. Not going to be anything. No. So Oscar's dead. Cameron comes across Hawkins. Yep. Laying in the street where he had been stabbed in the throat and run over. But somehow he's not dead. No, he's he's very much alive and well. Yeah. He's just hanging out. He doesn't even get put in, like, ICU. They just, like, put him in, like, the hospital room. Put him on a stretcher and wheel him in. Yeah. He's been stabbed in the neck. He's been bleeding for hours. Like, the blood is still pumping out of his neck. Yeah. And he's been run over. Yep. It's kind of like they forgot that. Yeah. 100%. And uh, we are we're three minutes in. <laughs> three minutes in and we've already heard it needs to die. It needs to die. Who needs to die? He needs, he to, needs die. to die. Who needs to die? He needs, he needs to, die. to die. And I'm going to be the one to get him. No, not like that. You're not. Yeah. All right. Then we have a flashback to 1978. They did really well with these shots, I think. Yeah, the flashbacks are done really well. Like, Michael Michael walks pretty Michael-ish. Like... Like Nick Castle, like Frank Castle, the Punisher. Yeah, yeah. The mask is really good. I don't know where they got it. It'd be funny if it was a Trick or Treat Studios mask. Yeah. Yeah, the flashback scenes are done really well. Too bad the whole movie wasn't like that. Too bad the whole movie wasn't done really well. <laughs> now, if you want to not suffer through the rest of the movie, you can turn this off and just go watch the 1978 one. <laughs> so the cops are after Michael in 1978. This is showing you what happened after the credits rolled in the original movie. Yeah, after Loomis shot him multiple times and Michael is missing in the lawn after falling off the balcony. This is what happened next. Yeah. Yeah. And they have this, uh, I hate this part, (coughs) but go ahead. They have this, uh, they have this obsession with the, bedroom window Mm -hmm. in this movie and it's kind of like the obsession with michael speaking in the 2018 one it was something they kept bringing up over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and in this one their thing is 
the window. So they said when he was a kid, he used to stare out the bedroom window, his sister's bedroom window. And then every, the cop goes into the house and he's staring out the bedroom window. And then, you know, later on, we see various other characters go into the house and stare out the bedroom window. Yep, little John's looking out the window. Michael's looking out the window. Karen's looking out the window. Michael's looking out the window again. Little Michael's looking out the window. And now we see little Lonnie. Lonnie Lonnie <laughs> and Malachi getting, getting beat up by some really weird looking kids. Yeah. Here come the cops. This is also a very odd exchange. Yeah. Oh, we're just trick-or-treating. Oh, did you see anyone walking around in a mask? It's Halloween. Everyone's wearing a mask. What did <laughs> the right the, here? The girl second from the left looks like Getty Lee from Rush. <laughs> Go home. Why? What did he do? Murdered three teenagers down the street. Bye. Drives away and completely ignores that kid in the balloon costume. Yeah. No, I'm sure he already knows. Oh, probably. Maybe he already alerted him. This scene right here, just this scene, not anything extended. This, so Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. That's what this, every time I see this. Like the echoing voices and him running down the street, like I expect to see, like, like the claws, like in the shadow, and the girls jumping rope. Yeah, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. You know, you why know why they sing, sing that? That's when he comes for you. Oh, I didn't know. Oh shit, that's news to me. Yes. All right, so Lonnie's laying on the sidewalk, and Ben Tramer comes up. To- <laughs> and Ben Tramer stands there. And- He's about to pee on him, but then the policemen show up. You can tell it's Ben Tramer because he has the blonde pubic hair. Dumb line right here. You didn't see him? Where did he go? Who? The boogeyman. The boogeyman. What the fuck? Why wouldn't you explain it? Yeah. The guy in the white mask. <laughs> And there's the Myers, or there's the the station wagons there. Yep, and they're at the Myers house. Yep, it still has the Strode Realty sign yep. set up. The broken gutter that smashed the window, and that's the one uh, when the window gets smashed, and Loomis is all afraid, and then pulls out his gun. <laughs> you must think of me as a very sinister doctor. <laughs> I know I brought it up to you that it would be interesting to see how accurate they were with this house and see the uh, like the deterioration of the 78 house mm-hmm. and see if it matches up like that large chunk of wallpaper missing in the stairwell. Yeah. So we're following two cops. One of which is Hawkins. Young Hawkins. Yep. 1978. They're, they're making their way downtown. Walking fast. Faces passing there. In the sponsored Myers house by now. Coors Light. <laughs> they're sponsored by Coors Light now. <laughs> Did they even like radio to anybody? No. Yeah, we're just going to go in. Yeah, fuck it. They don't need to. He's got a cobweb attached to his yeah. flashlight. Yeah. I wonder if that was meant to happen. 
like to check the railings, like the the decorative railing. Yeah. To see if it's the same. Like, it would have been really cool to see, like, a movie shot like this as a new Halloween Part 2. Yeah. If they had just kept set, this going yeah, for the entire set movie. Set in 1970. It's Halloween 1978. It's yep. just the same night. More of the night he came home. So Michael was at the window. Yep. Now the police officer's at the window. Yep. After we spoke about being at the window. Yep. And then he... Gives a little monologue before yeah. he's attacked by Michael. Michael doesn't want anything to do with that. You shut your mouth. Pete's groaning. <laughs> Hawkins McCabe. McCabe gasping. Michael's got a little bit of a gut on him. Yeah, he's a little bulky. My God. My God. Now... He's he's choking the officer with a rope. Yep. And Hawkins is like, let him go or I'm going to shoot. So Michael doesn't let him go. <laughs> Michael doesn't let him go and Hawkins shoots and he shoots his partner in the neck. Then he shoots to hit Myers as he's walking away, not running, and he misses. Then Myers is at the stairs and he shoots twice and he fucking misses. Hawkins isn't real good with that gun. Hawkins has shot four times, and in all four times, the only bullet that connected was his partner's neck. <laughs> I love how the doctor is a better shot than the police officer. Loomis, yeah. Loomis hits him every time. Mm-hmm. And then Hawkins lies to his partner and says that they got him. Why don't you plug his fucking neck? Yeah, something. <laughs> Try to help. Nope, nope. I'll just cry because I'm a little bitch. Yeah. And then we're going to... Here comes the worst Loomis impression ever. <laughs> ever. He doesn't look bad. He looks great. Yeah. I, I mean, he's not Donald Pleasance, but they did an amazing job getting, getting it to... I think that's the best you could do. What happened, what happened in here? here? <laughs> did Michael kill? Did Michael kill again? What happened in here? Yeah, like, <laughs> why does he talk like this? He's got this really, like, over-accentuated British accent. Yeah. What happened in here? <laughs> the stance is really good. Yeah. The mask is good. Yeah, I love it. Ooh. Halloween kills. Jamie Lee Curtis as Lori. Judy Greer as Karen. Andy Matichak as Allison. Will Patton as Officer Hawkins. I, I don't like ly- uh, lyrics. Credits at the beginning like this, where it names exactly who's playing who. Oh, you don't like it to say as the shape. No. No, you would just, you'd rather uh, just, just say names. Scott MacArthur, Michael McDonald. Yeah. And then there should be like one or two. If there's a, if there's like a. Like um, they did in the original. If there's like a renowned 
Donald Pleasant actor as, as Doctor Loomis. Loomis. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, when it's like, all right, so your renowned actor has, well, Michael McDonald. Also, the credits are going really fast. They are. It seems very quick. It seems like they wanted to put so much in. Yeah. Like everybody, co-producer, more co-producers, executive producers, more executive producers. Everybody's got to be a producer. Even more executive producers and more executive producers. Don't forget another executive producer. Oh, Oh, and and then it's actually produced by... Producers. Yeah. Characters based on... Written written by... by, And it's all the same fucking names. Directed by... Yeah. David Gordon Green produced, wrote, directed... How many fucking times do we have to look at his name? Yeah. He didn't do a a stellar job at any one of those things. (laughs) Just lets us know anything that he's doing... We might not want to watch. Yeah. All right, so we're back in 2018, and the triplet mermaids are singing karaoke. Yes, the mer trips. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got the, the, the doctor and the nurse from the previous night, from the 2018 one. Yep. And, yeah, we're at some shit-ass bar. Yep. Somebody's celebrating. We've got beer and champagne. And I'm not, I'm not going to get into like my whole nostalgia cramming every time that I see it. Yeah. There is a lot of nostalgia in this and it's too much for me. Yeah. The voodoo skeleton thing. He said, can I get two of the voodoo skeletons? And he's just getting them like a beer on. T- <laughs> I'll take two of them voodoo skeletons. Beer it is. <laughs> he does say that, though. I'll take two of those voodoo skeletons. I'm assuming that that was his, like, a, a drink of the evening or something. Yeah. All right, so now we've got the adult version of Lonnie. Yep, and we've Cameron's got uh, dad. Cameron's dad. Yep, we've got the adult version of Tommy Doyle. Tommy Doyle, which it looks like a cane from WWE. <laughs> a fat, fatter cane. Oh God, this awful, awful monologue. I could say the way that the. The dialogue was written, and this is what I put in my review. It sounded like it was one person who wrote the dialogue. Nobody proofread it, including the writer himself. And then it was just given to actors, and it was like, you have to say this verbatim. Yeah. Yeah, the dialogue's extremely awkward. Yeah, it's awkward. It's clunky. It's garbage. So Tommy's telling the story of what happened in 1978. Yep. And not only is it the dialogue itself very awkward and extremely dramatic, yep. But uh, Tommy himself looks very uncomfortable saying it. Right. <laughs> He's got these really like tight, stiff, robotic 
hand movements that he's doing to try and like articulate yeah. what he's saying, accentuate a point. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed that that camera cut the the previous scene. He was like, this. his hand was out, and then when it cut, he was holding, he's the, holding microphone. the microphone. It like half sounds like he's like at an AA meeting. Like, hi, my name's Tommy. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's been so many days since my last drink. And like all these people are like cheering, and I'm like, what? What did he even say? Yeah. And now we we get the spotlight. Like, hey, remember these people? Yep, Lindsay Wallace. So that's the same actress. Yep. And then we've got Marion Chambers, the nurse. The nurse. Yep. Also the same actress yep. as the original. And then we've got Lonnie. Yep. Not the same actor. Not the same actor, and Tommy is not the same actor. Correct. But, like, I love how with with uh, Lindsay and Marion, they show the scenes from 78. Lonnie, they don't. No, they show the, the remade scene. Yeah. And also, just, oh, God. Like, when they're like, oh, we've got Miss Lindsay Wallace, who's babysitter, blah, 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 blah. And we needed to show flashbacks of Lindsay so people could fucking recognize. Like, right. Name recognition's not enough. We have to show you who she was. Yep. Which is stupid because they didn't do that with fucking Tommy. Right. All right. So now at the same time, the Strode, the, the Strode girls yes. are riding in the back of the pickup truck that picked them up at the end of the last one. And the firefighters are on their way to put the fire out. Well, you said that this is about 20 minutes. At, yep, 1919. The firefighters go charging in to the burning house. Which wouldn't happen. I which, spoke to my firefighter right. friend. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, not that, not, not that kind of fire. He was going to fight that out from the outside. Yeah. No, got to put out that ceiling fan. Yep. That's, that's oh, yeah. valuable. I love the way that they're spraying too. That doesn't like is that how you they're not they're not there's no organization to what they're doing. They're just charging through the house randomly spraying the hose. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. I think this guy's just walking around with a fucking pick. Yep. Con- he looks all confused, yeah, like he doesn't got, know what he's doing. Yeah, he's just walking around with a claw by himself, but like, I don't know. If you saw the condition of the house on your way in. I'd be a little, I wouldn't be so, uh, oh yeah, I'll just fucking walk around. Yeah. And aren't firefighters supposed to like buddy up when they enter so. a burning building? I think so. For this reason. Yeah. That God forbid something falls on you or you fall, whatever the case may be, that you have somebody to help you. Yeah. All right. Then we see Michael. So Michael was engulfed in this inferno, as we saw in the 2018, but he survived by... Going behind a rolling steel door. It was Lori's gun closet. Yes, and apparently it's, I guess, fire resistant and airtight because he doesn't pass out from smoke inhalation. Yep. Which Myers would 100%, he'd be unconscious at this point with just due to lack of oxygen. Unless he transcends humanity. Ooh, yes, that's right. Because the more he kills, the more he becomes less human. We'll get to that. <laughs> All right, now we get 
Myers versus the, the fire, fire brigade. <laughs> so Myers comes walking out of the house all badass because that's Michael. And the and firefighters don't think maybe this is somebody who needs our assistance. They don't ask for, they don't, yeah, they don't say, do you need help? Michael holds the, the fucking pick. Oh my God. And the firefighters oh. arm themselves and move into attack formation. Yes, we we start up the demo saw to cut this individual to pieces. <laughs> they spray Myers with a. That's why their their hose doesn't do any good to the fire. They spray Myers with a fucking fire hose. He doesn't even budge. Yeah. Oh yes, Judah, Judah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's using all these fancy fancy moves. Yeah. To take out the firefighters. Yep. Arr, give me the song. Ugh. Yeah, that was no good. Yeah. Myers versus the fire department is no good. Yeah. It's a I guess you could say it's a cool scene, but it's not Michael Myers. No, it would be better if it were Jason. Yes. Yeah. All right, now we're at the hospital. Yep, they've they're, got Lori in. They're rushing Lori oh, in. Oh, gee. There's Sheriff Brackett. Yep, there you go. And we have to have to show his name. Yeah, because, you know, nobody would know who he is yeah. otherwise. It's not my blood. For some odd reason, Karen is wearing a goddamn Christmas sweater. Yep, she's got the Christmas sweater on. I don't know on. why she was wearing that in the previous one. Yeah, it's a little early to be a breaking out your Christmas sweater. God, she's as bad as retail stores. Yeah, she starts wearing her Christmas sweater in August yeah. when she puts the Halloween stuff on 75% discount. <laughs> got some muffled sobbing. Oh, yes. Sobbing. Muffled, muffled sobing. <laughs> muffled sobing. Muffled sobing. Lori's in surgery. Mr. Sukel. Get her to the floor, into the ICU tonight. A little nip tuck here, a little snip snip there. They're giving Lori a penis. <laughs> they're, they're accidentally doing a sex change operation. <laughs> Everybody gets it. It's complimentary, complimentary with all surgeries. <laughs> oh, gr- how's grandmother? I felt like that was such a weird choice of words. Grandmother. Grandmother. Yeah. Hello, grandmother. They're more upset about Lori than they are about Dad. Dad, yep. We're upset that Grandma's hurt, but will live. But we're not upset that Dad, husband, is fucking dead. Yeah. (laughs) So we've got... uh... First, we have the black couple. Now we have the interracial couple. Yes. Yeah. 
And I guess this is a house down the street from yeah, Lori's like, house. Yeah, like a neighbor. Over the river, through the woods. To the interracial couple's house we go. <laughs> They're flying their drone around the house. Yeah. Like, fuck it. I just... Uh, I hate it. It's it's an unnecessary scene. It's and and I I was I was a guest on another podcast and we were talking about this movie and I said so many characters and when I, I fuck forget it not even so many but the only one that doesn't fall into this category I believe is Tommy. Everybody is introduced literally just to be killed by Michael. Mm-hmm. Like the firefighters killed by Michael, this interracial couple, killed by Michael, the gay couple, killed by Michael, Lindsay and the nurse, killed by Michael. Like, Mm -hmm. everybody. There's no character development, and that's something that really, really sucks. Yeah. This movie's lacking it tremendously. Yeah. Because you're... (laughs) Because they... Obviously, it's just piggybacking off the previous night. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't need a lot of kills. No, I, no. But, and this is what they were saying on the other podcast was, uh, it's it's almost like they. This is what's expected of the horror audience now. Yeah. And it would definitely fall flat. I'm not saying for me, it would fall flat for people. You know, younger, you know, 15 to 25-year-olds. Maybe not even 25. Um, 15 to 20-year-olds. 22, anyway. Um, because they're so accustomed to that that heavy gore. Lots of blood. Very, very intense. Saw, hostile, you know. All the yeah. new kind of stuff. So I think that that was done to kind of appeal to those people. Yeah. I feel that way. And it sucks. But at the same time, I understand because you are making a movie to to make money. Yeah. You know, you're not just making it to make it. Phil. His name's Phil. And Sandra. If it weren't for the subtitles, I never would have known Yeah, that. I don't think that they say their names. Isn't that right, Phil? <laughs> yes. Marty. <laughs> and then Michael's just... Ugh, yeah. Stabbing knife after knife into this guy. Into Phil. Into Phil. For whatever reason. Now, the only reason that I could give to that, somebody somebody had said to me, that like, I, I take it as like Michael just looking for that perfect knife, and he picks up the wrong one. He's like, no, and stabs it into him. I'm like, eh. I took it as Phil was still alive. Yeah. Like he's on the floor. He's like, ah, ah, ah. 
and he's like gasping and choking. So Michael picks him up, puts him on the, and he's just like knife in, grab another one, knife in, grab like I will just make sure that you're dead. I don't understand why he's using so many different knives. Like when he kills his sister when he's a kid, he uses one knife, one and, knife just stabs and stabs the shit out of her eight times. He yeah. doesn't use eight different knives. Yeah. All right, we're back at the bar. Yep. Ventriloquist at the fucking bar. It's a talent show. It is. It's the Halloween talent show. And I, I feel like that's not a thing. Like I've been to I've been to bars like on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh geez, we were literally just at one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was a costume, like it was costume party. And there's well, half the people were in costume, half of them weren't. Yeah. There was a band playing. Mm-hmm. I've never been where they're like, yeah, we're going to do the talent show. Yeah. Like, really? Are we in a middle school? Yeah. What the fuck do you win if you win the talent show? Does he have pickled eggs on the counter? Yes, probably. This is my bat there. This is my bat. This is my bat. This is my daddy's bat. And then once it wasn't my daddy's bat no more, then it was my bat. <laughs> and someday when I give it to my son, he's going to say that's my daddy's bat. And it was my daddy's daddy's bat. <laughs> now it's my bat. <laughs> well, that was better than any of the dialogue in the movie. That's very true. So, uh, they... so here's uh, like a... Uh, 12 dead firefighters. And they're all mutilated. Yeah, Michael has gone above and beyond. He, like Some of their arms have been like cut off. Like He has dismembered people, yeah. which is so not Michael. Yep. And that's, that's, that's probably my biggest complaint in the movie is Michael's not Michael. Michael is a a more intense, a more brutal version of himself. But they like to explain that away at the end because, you know, he transcends because he's now uh, superhuman. Yeah. But kind of like Freddy Krueger, like he feeds off the, the fear of the town and the, the kills that he does. It makes him stronger. Yeah. He's like Vlad the Impaler. Mr. Dewbottom. Love it. Half the mob are literally watching the report where they're like, here, here are the two people that have escaped. Yeah. I love how they don't say the name on there, though. Yeah, they never say that it's Michael Myers. Which, I mean, you would have, like, the runner, like, the census of the bus or whatever. Yeah. You know, it'd be like, uh, you know, there's still two patients on the loose. One, Michael Myers, and also Oswald Cobblepot. Yes, the, the pot cobble. <laughs> the pot cobble. Cobble cot. What the hell is happening? It's Michael. It's got to be. Oh, there's no other There's no other reason. Nobody else kills people. No. Nope. It's Haddonfield. It's got to be Michael. I mean, I know he hasn't been back for 40 fucking years, but it's got to be Michael. 
All right, so hot black nurse gets in her car and her keys are jingling. And she spots somebody in the back seat. <laughs> she shouts like a small Arabian boy, onion boy, Amish child. Yes, exactly. Well, so Tommy takes it upon himself to take the bartender's bat. Yep. Yeah, Tommy. Oh, there we go. Evil dies tonight. Oh, they said it for the first time. Yep. And it was Marion that said it. Yeah. So Tommy's got the bat, and uh, we got like a little West Side Story going on. Yep. All you gotta do is just get some get some snapping going. It, it gets even worse when they're walking down the street yeah. towards the wrecked car. But so there's somebody in the doctor's car. Yes. And oh, they just turned the lights on. And they're listening to Pavarotti. <laughs> So it's not Tommy's car. It's the doctor's car. Yep. So naturally, Tommy walks up to the car and smacks the fucking hood with the bat. And then also the window. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, dude, that's my car. And it's not like, I don't even if it was like some chintzy piece of shit car. Like, dude, that's still my fucking property. Yeah. But it's a fucking BMW. It's like a nice BMW. And Tommy's just like, yeah, I'll fucking swing on it. Yeah. So the BMW takes off yep. and then crashes into the building across the street. <laughs> and at this point, we still don't know who was in the BMW. There's West Side Story. There you go. Man grunts, crowd murmuring. <laughs> oh, groans. And it was the other escape patient, it was not the, Michael. The umbrella man. The umbrella man. Much like Oswald Cobblepot. Yep. Time to say night, night. Night, night. Oh, God. Like All he right. was talking to himself. Best characters in the movie. We're at the Myers house. Yes. And we're going to meet the gay couple. Yes. John and John. Which I thought was, I, I really like that they both have the same name. Because, like, I don't know. It's just funny. But I don't like that they call each other Little John and Big John. Um, yeah. One of the Johns is played by Michael McDonald. Anybody that doesn't know that fucking name should know him from Mad TV. It's Stewart. Stop <laughs> Look what I can do. Now, 
But yeah, I hate that they call each other Little John and Big John when they're by themselves. Yeah. Because who would you be confusing with? There's nobody else around. So if John just said John's name, I don't think he's going to answer himself. It's like when you and I are together. We're both Mike, hey, but I'm not Mike. like I'm not like, hey, little Mike or hey Mike Harrison. Yeah. Like, no, it's it's Mike because you're the only other Mike in the fucking rooms. So you know that I'm talking to you. Yeah. And these nasty kids in the season of the witch masks are gonna yes. try and play a prank on the gay couple. Yep. Every time that I see that scene when she's like, oh, where's your friend? And she's like, oh, she's right there. And I look, I'm like, it looks like a man. Like with I, like a mustache. It looks like a little Mexican man. Yes. Yeah, like it's like Jorge Estrada. <laughs> you know, Tokyo Estrada. Of course. And then the other kid just robbed them. Yeah, goes into their house and takes all of their candy. I stole the whole damn ball. More awful storytelling dialogue. Yeah. So the gays are telling a Michael Myers story to the trick-or-treaters. Yep. Stabbed right in her tit. Oh, and now the kids are getting scared because it's such a intimidating story. Yeah. All right. Well, at least that scene's done. We're back to the uh, hospital. Yep. We've got Lori in her hospital bed. Karen in her Christmas sweater. And... Fuck is her Allison? Allison in her still in her man clothes. Man clothes, covered, absolutely covered in blood. Like nobody was like, uh, do you want like a shirt? <laughs> yeah. We've got donated clothing we could give you. Oh, there's Hawkins. Hawkins is coming in. He's in now. And uh he definitely doesn't look like he got ran over by a fucking Bronco. No. We've got the p- penis. The penis? Yeah. The Dr. Sartain. Penis shot there. Blunt force head trauma. Blunt force head trauma. He doesn't even have a fucking head. His head's gone. Michael it's... has caved his fucking skull in with his boot. Yeah. Like, cause of death. Lack of head. Right now, the police are interviewing. Yes, Allison. Allison and her mother. Yeah. 
So how did the mother know? How did he know how to find your grandmother? Blame everything on the doctor. <laughs> and like that right there, right there, that's all you needed to know. You, But then it went, we went even further where Hawkins is like, he's not after you. Like Lori's like, he's coming for me. And then Hawkins like, he's not coming for you. He's just trying to go home. Just Allison's conversation with the cop is a very subtle way to be like, listen, Michael doesn't give a fuck about Lori. Yeah. That was the doctor. Yeah. It's, but it's like whoever wrote this was felt like the people watching weren't going to be smart enough to get it. Yeah. So they keep hammering the same points over and over again. Yeah. Oh, your antivirus protection has expired, Michael. Oh, no. And groups of people that care. We're going to go after him. We're going we're gonna to hunt him down. Oh, God. Make him pay. Evil dies tonight. Oh, it's coming. Oh, oh yeah. No, he's going to die tonight. He's going to die tonight. I like how he's like, he's infected our our families with pain and suffering for 40 years. Cameron's dad, his his run-in with Michael was tripping on the sidewalk and Michael's standing next to him. And that ruined him for 40 years. For 40 years. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a very douchebag sentence for Cameron to say. It's like, oh. He's traumatized our family for 40 years. Like, <clears throat> he looked at your dad. He like m- tried murdering my mother and also murdered three of her friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, so fuck off. I think there might be people that are a little bit more traumatized than your dad who cowered as Michael stood four feet away from him. Yeah. Flashback to when they set him on fire. Yep. I love it. Like flashback. It was like six hours ago. <laughs> this is only the this is the same night. They must assume that nobody watched the 2018 one. Yeah, like there is so much like, hey, remember this? Hey, remember this? No wonder the fucking movie's like two hours. Yeah, long. they're trying to retell the previous movie. Yeah. Hey, remember this plot point? You gotta remember this one. Oh, remember when we were really obsessed with Michael talking? And forget that. <laughs> you don't need that plot point anymore. We're done with that. Somehow she just brought in a very large kitchen knife. Yeah, she just leaves hospital. it in Lori's bed. And she's like, I'll just give this to my mom. As if, like, you know, like the nurse isn't going to be like, what the fuck is what this? Is this? She's in the cupboard. She's in the cupboard. 
Ah, good. Tommy just heard from the Tommy's Tommy's first on the, the list for they, the cops to call. They keep him updated on what's going on. Like, we better call alcoholic Tommy Doyle and tell him. I know you hate that line. Yeah. You have a permit for all of these? Some of them, because if you have a permit, then you, you don't need a permit per gun. Right. It's, you have a permit to carry. You don't have to get a new permit for each weapon. Yeah. So you have your permit. So all of those guns are fine. Yeah. It would have made your three guns. It would have made more sense if he was like, are these all registered? Yeah. Some of them. Say it. Oh, tonight we hunt him down. Okay. I like how she's like, Michael Myers has haunted this town for 40 years. You're like 16. Yeah. What do you know about it? He hasn't haunted the town for 40 years. I'm sure. I'm sure in by like 1992, the majority of people completely forgot. Yeah. Christ, by 1998, I'm sure everybody had forgotten and had moved on, you know, like, eh, whatever. It was 20 fucking years ago. Yeah, he killed a few people yeah, the people one would, night. Yeah, the, the people that would still be traumatized would be the family members of, you know, that lost people. But, <laughs> like, the, the town... After 20 fucking years, I think the town would be like, eh. whatever. Eyes open. Eyes open. We really, really like to repeat things in this movie. I don't like the camera angles either. Like, there's so much like, oh, yes. Like, just these weird pans all the time. Yes, it's they're very, uh, oh, God, what's the, like... I don't know the right word. Very like cinematic. Like they, they really wanna oh move here and move here. Like Yeah. I love how Vanessa takes the gun and she's like, Oh, you've never even used one of those. I have. Here, give it to me. Yeah. And she's like the worst shot, and she's just as bad a shot as Hawkins. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I think that the, these the, the kids are the best written characters. Yeah, because that that conversation is exactly how I hear kids in my head. I'm like, I just want to fucking smack the shit out of you. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, now they just magically listen. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Run, get out of here before he kills us all. Okay, well we'll just leave. You didn't have a problem like just shit talking. And then Michael just climbs up the back of the vehicle. Yep. But like, they're not in a station wagon like in the first one. Right. They're they're in like a big SUV. Yeah. It's like and he just scrambles up the back. Yep. 
And then Lindsay gets the idea of we're going to put bricks in this pillowcase to try and fight him. Yeah. I also love that it's literally just the same scene that Marion was in in 78. Michael climbs up the back of the fucking car and then uh, his hand comes down and breaks the fucking window. Mm -hmm. Also, Marion's just a fucking idiot. Yep. And this is one reason I have I have a problem with nostalgia. It's like you brought Marion in just to be killed. You brought Lindsay in. Oh, she doesn't Lindsay doesn't die. But oh god. Ugh. Oh, this hey is, Michael. This is for Dr. Loomis. And there's no bullets. But just come on, really? Like that's that's what you're going to say when, when Michael Myers, this fucking serial killer, is in your face. You're going to have something witty. You're going you're to take the time to do a one-liner. Yeah. Oof. I do like that, Kel. Mm. Stabbed in the eye. And then here we go. There's one, two... Three, four, no kickback. Five, and she's six, had like point blank range, and seven. she can't fucking hit him. The only thing she hits is herself in the face. Yep, with the gun after Michael kicks the door open and hits her hand while she's trying to fire. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No recoil on the gun. Awful. Like, oh, and here's Lindsay with her. Bag of bricks, two shots she to Michael. She in the old one, two, and then gives up. And she's like, oh, these bricks are really fucking heavy. <laughs> Lindsay's like, I remember Lori did this in 78. I'll move your mask. I'll and make your, mask, your mask all cattywampus. <laughs> cattywampus. <laughs> And Lindsay's on the run now. Girl on the run. There's a house across the street that's all lit up. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I probably would have run that way no. if I were the one running instead no. of into the dark park. Yeah, run into the dark park. Just hide behind a tree. Hug a tree. Yes. So he chased Lindsay into the park and she's hiding from him. Yep. And he can't find her. This is a very like anticlimactic scene. Yep. Like, he can't find her. So he just gives up. Yeah. And then she's not like strong enough to get out of here on her own, apparently. Yeah. Because later on they find her just laying there. Maybe she was paralyzed with fear. Oh, maybe. Or she just fell asleep. She's taking a nap. Yep. Hopefully you don't snore. Michael goes on the bridge. 
wishes he had breadcrumbs or seeds for the ducks. <laughs> Anything to throw in and watch the ducks try to eat it. And we're back at the hospital. And Christmas Karen is here. And overacting Laurie Strode. Yes. I'm so geeked out. I've never heard that I've term before. I've never heard that. I wonder if it's an old person thing. Yeah. I love you. I love dad. I love grandmother. Grandmother. Yeah, like, uh, is it like a 70-year-old thing for somebody to say that, that they're geeked out on something? That you could just say, like, I'm so out of it because of these painkillers. Yeah. So Lori doesn't know that he's still alive. We burned you to the goddamn ground. <laughs> oh, here comes Hawkins. Yes. Ah, what a what a coincidence that Hawkins gets put in the same room as Lori Strode. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. All right. Now we're with. Cameron and Lonnie and Allison. Yes. Lonnie's driving very aggressively. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's got that typical, like, back and forth, left to right with the fucking steering wheel. Yeah. As if the road in Haddonfield just goes like this. <laughs> Community watch, Tommy Doyle. Yeah. It's covered in blood. There's no bodies. It's Michael. He's here. So now they're going to fan out into the park. Yes. To try and find Michael. Oh, my God. Cameron's still in his fucking dress. Yeah. Oh, and there's your nurse. Not Marion, your hot black nurse and her black husband, doctor, man. Maid Marion. And there's candy all over. Yep. So we've got the pumpkin and the skull from uh, Halloween 3. Yep. And then we've got, is that Marion, right? Yep, in the witch mask. There we go. Marion's like, I got halfway up the embankment and I just fell asleep. The uh, Lindsay. Lindsay, sorry. Marion's dead. Marian's dead. <laughs> My hand was hung by the swing set. 
don't understand why Lindsay's so hurt. Yeah. Like all he did was throw her up against the car. Yeah. She got away. And we're back in the hospital room. Oh. We come back to this hospital room too frequently. Yeah. So messed up. Oh, God. Oh. I always, I always you. liked you. <laughs> You're so crazy. I always liked you. Like, I don't know. I just... What are you, fucking 15? Do you like me like me? <laughs> I remember that night. But I kissed you. It needs to die. I kissed you on the wrist. <laughs> oh, we kissed and held hands. Hawkins wanted more, but she was sweet for Ben Tramer. Who fucking talks like that? Yeah, it's like he's narrating a fucking book. Yeah. Uh, I always wanted more, but I knew you were sweet for Ben Tramer. <laughs> really? Why didn't you just say, I knew you liked him? Yeah. Like, this isn't Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, I knew you liked Ben Tramer, or you were into Ben Tramer. Or all about Ben Tramer. Well, I was stabbed in the throat and run over with a truck. Over with a truck, so I'm doing pretty bad. <laughs> oh God! It's so... Make it a double. Help out my friend, nurse. Make it a double. Yeah, that's all you have uh, to do to get the nurse to fork out extra medication. Yeah. Uh, sorry, man, it doesn't work that way. We're not a bar. Uh, for his height and weight, he gets a pill every four hours or as needed. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the black sheriff who does absolutely nothing. Yep. He's here with his police, but but they don't do anything. Nobody nobody keeps any kind of order. Is my son here? I'm his mother. Oh, oh. okay. I'm sorry. When you said your son was here, I thought you were the neighbor. <laughs> Is my son here? I'm a neighbor. <laughs> to who? <laughs> yeah. To your son? To your oh. neighbor? No, no, no. The son is my neighbor. <laughs> He's so, mine. It, so your son is your neighbor? <laughs> yes. Oh, here we go. Oh. Oh, God. The boogeyman is at large. He's got no choice but to emerge. He's an apex predator. 
when he surfaces, there will be no pause. There will be no empathy. This ends when Michael is dead. It will not go without witness. Who says that? Yeah, who speaks? Oh, there is. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. And the lady screams it. I, I don't know. <laughs> and just now he's going to do something about it. Evil dies tonight. Yeah. We have Judge Dredd. <laughs> I, I am the law. He killed my he killed my daughter 40 years ago. It's time for him to pay. Like you've had 40 years. Yeah. Like, I wasn't there to put a bullet in his head when they arrested him. Like, I don't know. Like, wasn't he the sheriff then? Yeah. Sheriff Brackett, right? Yep. I feel like you would have had something to do with, you know, that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. We fight. We always fight. Go find him, Tommy. What is this? <laughs> it's so weird. It's like the movie is set in the real world. Like like regular things, you know? It's not some fantastic thing. If that line was in the Avengers, totally okay. Yeah. What do we do? We don't have so and so support. We fight. We always fight. Now go find him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But like a 62-year-old woman telling a 50-year-old man, like, oh, Lori, tell me what we do. When is What is Lori? She's like the leader of the town? I don't know. <laughs> like he finds her room at the hospital and is like, what? <laughs> what do we do, Lori? Like, I... Go not find him, Tommy. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's not like Lori organized the mob. Yeah. At this point, Lori has no idea that that's even happening. That there's a, you know, so like, why would you be like, go find him? Yeah. You're like, well, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> you have to keep running because of the darkness that I created. Oh. <laughs> Don't worry, Ma. Evil will die tonight. Let me, let me, Sarah. Seymour Moskowitz. <laughs> Is that his name? That's what he said. He was like, yeah, ma. Oh, yeah. I'm here. Seymour Moskowitz. Yep, Jewish. Let's see what movie that is they're watching. And we are at the, we're at the gay couple's house yep. again. More poor dialogue in this. 
Michael, you've come home. Ugh. It's like it's like everybody was self-aware that they were in a movie. Yeah. Now, what movie were they watching? Did you figure it out? Um, Minnie and Moskowitz okay. is a 1971 American romantic comedy drama film. And the actor is Seymour Cassell. Okay. Playing Seymour Moskowitz. Here you go. And he is he's dead. He died in twenty nineteen. Due to COVID. Mm-hmm. He does kind of look like Lemmy. <laughs> Not there. Doesn't look anything like Lemmy there. Oh, sure, he does. Look at that face. Oh, look at that white hair. Yeah. That short white hair. He's got a Lemmy <laughs> head. All right. So, all right. So, we're still at the John's house. Broken into the John's house once again. Big John? Yes, yes little, little John. John. Someone's in her house and it's not a child. Oh, and Big John's ready to fuck shit up now. The rings come off. I don't know why. The, the, all the jewelry comes the wristband. off. wristband. The wristwatch. <laughs> I understand the nightgown coming off. And then he takes the smallest paring knife ever. As protection. Why not just leave and call the police? Yeah. The door is right there. And then they repeat to each other. Like, he grabs the, the small paring knife. He's like, I got this knife. And then little John grabs a kitchen knife. He's like, I've got this knife. Okay. I see that. And they lock the doors. Yeah. So now they have locked the intruder in with them. Even though if the intruder came down... He could just unlock the door and leave. Yes. So really all you're doing is keeping other people from getting in. To help you. Yeah. Yeah. We're back at the hospital again. Yep. And now Oswald Potts is coming in. Yes, Mrs. Potts. Mrs. Potts, Mrs. Bird, is in the hospital. I just feel like the majority of people wouldn't turn into a crazy mob. Yeah. That's just me. Help me. It's Michael. Michael's here. Michael? (laughs) Yeah, because Michael shows up and starts yelling, help me. Yes. Tommy obviously doesn't know very much about Michael Myers. No, he can't. somebody who's supposed to be, like, obsessed with him. Yeah. Oh, evil dies evil tonight. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Oh, here comes the evil crowd Evil dies chanting. tonight. Oh. Evil dies tonight. It's still listening to it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so fucking bad. Yeah.
Look, my television is disgusted by it. It's frozen. The subtitles. Oh, it permanently says <laughs> evil it. dies tonight. Oh, my God. Oh, there we go. Oh. It had to make sure it got everybody's evil dies tonight. All yeah. 48 times that they had to chant it. Scares himself in the mirror. All right, so we've got the Johns skulking around their house with knives, searching for a non-child intruder. Yeah. Oh. The old stab in the armpit. Yep. So Michael got Big John. Yep. And then jams his thumbs into Big John's eyes. Yep. Because he wants to be like Jason. What kills us? What? When does Jason do that? Thumbs in the eyes? Yeah. I think just in the game. Oh. I don't know that he actually does that in a movie. I know he pops um, Rick's Rick, eye out. In part three. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's a great movie line. Michael. Once again, Michael's staring out the window. Yeah. You, you come, come home. home. Yeah, right. Yeah, because that's what you're going to say? That's what you care about? Like, that's what you care about. Michael, you've come home. Granted, I know the guy's crazy, so he doesn't have the best, like, cognition, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. But if he would have just, like, walked into, like, a janitor closet. <laughs> no, no, Nobody is opening up doors in this mob. No, they're just running. They're just stampeding. Then Lori attacks a doctor. Naturally. And busts her gut. Yes. It has nothing to do with the uh, the stampede of people. It's just Lori hating America's medical system. Yeah. Damn you. And your high prices of insulin. Yeah. So she just randomly attacks a doctor and now yep. she's injured. Sheriff's confused. They have to take Lori back to her hospital room. Because Lori can't leave well enough alone. Like, you just had your stomach opened and surgery done. Perhaps you shouldn't be up and moving. Yeah. I feel if they didn't want her up, they'd just fucking be like, all right, well, we're going to give you some Valium. Yeah. Oh, and then there's Chinhole Boy. Yep, Oscar. Oscar. De La Hoya. And we're back in... All Gordy's right, hospital yep. back into Gordy's or uh, Gordy, Gordy Hawkins. Hawkins, close enough. Yeah. Hawkins hospital room. 
As they chase this mental patient through the hospital. Yeah, there's so much jumping around. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's supposed to... I don't know if it's supposed to not imply, but help drive the chaotic feeling mm-hmm. home. Yeah. But of of what a mob would be. It's just chaos. Yeah. So, of course, like, everything's jumping all around. Right. Tommy hits a police officer. The sheriff's there. Police don't pull out their guns or anything. No. You know, fire a warning shot. That's what you guys do, right? Wow, imagine that. Two people with a tragic past, you know, both taking uh, responsibility for the actions of themselves. Delivering monologues to each other. Yeah. Another flashback. Yes, now this one's back of just the beginning of the movie. Because we needed to be shown old Hawkins talking about himself as young Hawkins so we can make the connection. Yep. Loomis is about to execute him. They're showing us another flashback to 78. Well, yes. And the police just stand there and watch. Yeah, naturally. Because, like, what he's done to this town, you're all people, you all have free will. You, anything that you are doing is is on your own accord. Yeah. Michael's not standing there with, with a handgun to your head. Right. Well, it needs to die, and I'm the one that needs to kill it. Oh, my God. Once well, again. Back to the... Back to the chaotic mob. Yep, the mob chasing the mental patient around the hospital. Oh, and Karen sees his foot. His shoe. Oh, nice lie. I'm not going to let them hurt you. I'm going to let you hurt you. Yeah, they will hurt you. Just jump jump out this window. (laughs) Die with some honor. Sanctuary. Quasimodo here. 
It's taken forever for this mob to get up the stairs. Oh, and Karen got up like 10 minutes ago. She could have just put this guy in the elevator that they were just in front of and yeah. gone downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Guy fucking clapping his hands running up the stairs. <laughs> Let's do it. It's as bad as the woman bringing the iron to the fight. Yeah. Let's get him. I'm going to starch him good. So the mob has this mental patient trapped. Yes. They think he's Michael Myers. Naturally. Tommy's realized at this point that it's not Michael Myers. But he doesn't want to call off the mob. Evil dies tonight. These are for all the crimes you've committed in Gotham. Yes. So mental patient breaks the window with the fire extinguisher and climbs out onto the ledge. Now he's a jumper. Oh, and they break in. Well, he's like a faller. He's he's a flopper. Yep. Oof. And splatter. Face first. Face first. Even though he's laying on his up, isn't he? Yeah. Yep. Unless he bounced. Maybe. I don't know. So he lands face first, but then he's shown face up. Yep. With his brains bashed out. Yeah. I love that. He's always worn a mask. How do we know it's not him? I don't know, Tommy. How do we know you're not fucking Michael Myers? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yep. He's turning us into monsters. As we, if we, we already knew that. Yeah. You didn't have to say that sentence. You could have just been like, look at yourselves. Look at yourselves. <laughs> that's, you that's, disgust me. <laughs> you're horrible people. We just have shots of everybody's reaction face, even people that aren't there. And then we get another flashback. Okay, we're back in 78. Now we're back in 78. And we have uh, this officer who's going to help Hawkins get out of trouble for killing his partner. Give me your gun. Just be cool. Be cool, man. Now you take this gun. 
I'll dispose of the gun you used. <laughs> Let me find him. He's after me. Oh, here we go. Uh. Oh, here's another flashback. God damn, I, I didn't realize there were this many. So there's the doctor attacking Hawkins and dragging Michael into the car as if we didn't remember. Yeah. Ugh. There's a flashback oh, to the original to film. The original 78. He used to stand in his sister's bedroom and stare out the window. My partner died. The night he stood on that same spot. Oh, but for an instant, before his death, he knew. Maybe he wasn't looking out. Maybe he was looking in. Ha, ah, so that's it. So Something with the window. It's maybe it's a magic window. Yes, the secret window. Oh my god. He creeps, he kills, he goes home. I came face to face with this asshole when I was a kid. You mean you cowered on the ground while he stood next to you for four seconds and then disappeared? (laughs) Right. Face to face? Yeah, that's not quite face to face. Yeah, no, no. Oh my god. None of us are innocent. (laughs) If I go down, I'm going to go down swinging. I like how Karen's like, you took my daughter to form an angry mob and you chased down the wrong person who committed suicide. And Tommy's response is, I got to keep trying. Yeah. Like, you... Do you realize what you did tonight? <laughs> All right, so they pull up in front of the Myers house. Yep, Lonnie and the kids. I, he, he creeps, he kills, he goes home. And now I'm going into the belly of the beast. Except that never, ever happened in the original. He didn't creep, kill, and go home. Mm-mm. He just kept killing. He, yeah. He went home once. When he first got out, he went home. And he's like, okay, time to murder people. Yeah. And then the same thing in the 2018. He doesn't really show much interest in his fucking house. No, he doesn't. Or else he could have just driven there. Yeah. I'll see you at the finish line. Oh, my God. (laughs) Belly of the beast and see you at the finish line. (laughs) 
like he has a dialogue generator. You know, like, all right, give me a, a tough way to end the sentence. Yeah. Click, see you at the finish line. Oh, yeah. Perfect. That's cool. That's cool. I have to pee. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. We're not pausing. No. Please, God, no. No, don't make this any longer than it needs to be. Yes. Lonnie knocks at the Myers house. And then he's like, ah, fuck it. The door's unlocked. I might as well just go in. Because, you know, that's that's fair. I don't live here, but but it's okay. I'm hunting a serial killer. Oh, and there's the gunshot, and that's it. Cameron and Allison spring into action. Let's go. They each hit the side of the door because they're fucking badass. Like, yeah, all right. Allison walking around with the fucking shotgun. So now they're about to check the same closet that Hawkins and his partner checked in 78. And, and. So I'll just say that the kick on that shotgun would be incredible. Yeah. So I have several shotguns of that size. Yeah. And. That damage to a pumpkin, she's not shooting small caliber shells out of it. That's either buckshot or slugs. Okay. And coming out of a small shotgun like that would be kicking like hell, especially for somebody who I'm assuming doesn't know how to handle a gun. I would think not. Because her mother was so against guns and learning how to use them. And they come across Little John, Big John, and Myers has posed them like their wedding photo or or, whatever. There's a a photo of them in the house, and Myers has posed their corpses very similar, if not identical, to the the picture. Allison runs up to them. Yes. To pull the knife out. Oh, yeah. Why? Oh, well, why wouldn't you? You have a shotgun. Oh, no, that's not effective. (laughs) This, it's personal. Oh, shutter door closets. Never a good sign. Nope. So 
So Cameron's approaching the closet. Yep. There's blood dripping on him from above. And lo and behold, he looks up, and there's his father. Smushed in the attic door. Yes. And, and Myers comes out of the, the closet. What was Allison doing this whole time? Sitting here staring at the gay couple. Yeah, it's just like, oh, all right. So Myers stabs Cameron. And then Allison stabs Myers three times. It doesn't even phase him. Myers throws her down the stairs. Her leg breaks. Yep. And then he turns his attention back to Cam. Boy, her leg broke like Scott Putsky taking on Brian Christopher. Like Sid Vicious. <laughs> Sid Vicious taking on the turnbuckle. Brian Christopher. <laughs> Sid oh. Vicious taking on the wrestling ring. <laughs> That's why you don't big boot the wrestling ring. Yeah. You're never going to win. No. Not unless you're the Shigbo and you can make the whole thing collapse. Oh, yes. The shiggest bow. The shiggest of the bows. So Michael's killing... Yes. C- Connie? Cameron. Cameron. Just smashing his head back and forth. I guess he's like, I don't know, broke his neck? It's hard to say. I don't really know what he's doing There's to him. There's not blood. So I think it's almost like he's paralyzed him. Myers comes down the steps. Cameron is paralyzed. Like he's like I said, he's not bleeding, just drooling. And Michael just grabs his head and twists it around. Yep, so Cameron's dead. And Michael now sets his sights on Allison. Oh, and there's Pitchfork Karen to the rescue. Boy, I don't know how much force it would take to drive a pitchfork into somebody like that. I don't think a lot. Yeah. I mean, and she's not a big person with a lot of weight behind her. Like, I can imagine, I mean, unless the pitchfork is, like, extremely pointy. You're, like, really sharp. But they're typically not sharp. They're just like, they're like a fork. It's like a kitchen fork. Yeah. It's sharp enough to penetrate what you need to poke it, but it's not razor sharp or like comes to like a needle point. Yeah. All right. So Karen stole Michael's mask and now she's luring him. She's seducing him. Yes. I'm an innocent woman, just like your sister was. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Can you feel it? Oh, shit. (laughs) So, bald Michael is in pursuit of Karen. Yes, old man Myers.
Karen goes through the alleyway, through the backyard. She's like, oh God, he's still following me. So Myers is on another street. Yep, he's like a street over now. Yep. He reclaims his mask. And lights come on. Yep, so she lured him into a trap. Trap. <laughs> the whole town shows up yep. to beat the shit out of him. Oh, God. So are you just scaring Michael? You're not actually going to do anything? We're just going to scare you. There's the lady with the iron. Yep. (coughs) Michael goes ahead and masks up. Yep. Getting ready to do battle. He's like a knight. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta have my armor. Boy, she's kind of butch. Yeah. And they proceed to beat the shit out of Michael in their pajamas. All right, so there's six shots. They blast the hell out of Michael. Yep. Six shots, chest and stuff, all in the app, uh, the torso. Hit him with the two by four. Yeah. Baseball bats. What if she gets shovel. any shots in with the iron? Someone just kicked him in the face. Yeah. I find it surprising that more people in this town don't own guns. Yeah. They were haunted for 40 years. Don't you think everybody would own a fucking gun at this point? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you? And Karen's going to finish him off. That's it. Stabbed in the, I don't know, like, top of the spine. Yeah. Oh, God, here's Lori's monologue. All right, we get a monologue from Lori. Mortal man could not have survived what he's lived through. The more he kills, the more he transcends into something else impossible to defeat. Fear. Fear. People are afraid. That is the true curse of Michael. He'll always be here. Oh, that's not her. You can't defeat it with brute force. Oh, God. What do we know now? Yeah, what? That he's a super... Like, did you just come to that conclusion and you're just running with it? That he's a supernatural entity now that uh, gets stronger the more he kills? So Michael's back up now and he's massacring the whole town. Yeah. Everybody that was beating his ass.
and Tommy just stands by. Yeah, fuck it. You don't really need to do anything. No. Don't try to team up on him or anything. You have to fight fair. It's got to be one-on-one. Yep, with the great one. (laughs) All right, so back to the Myers house. Cutscene, cutscene, cutscene. Clown Myers is looking out the window. That's it. Little child Myers. Michael blocks Tommy's uh, bat swing, stabs Tommy in the stomach. Yep. Chest area. Find him tomorrow or next Halloween or in four years. Now we're back at the Myers house. Cameron's body is there, and And they're just allowing her to stroll into a crime scene. And Cameron's dad's corpse is there. And Karen is completely unfazed by that by seeing your girlfriend's or your daughter's boyfriend like corpse. Nothing. No, Karen's going upstairs. Yep. She wants to look out the window of now. Of course. She's like, well, everybody else gets to look out the window. I want to look out the window. I want to see what's magical. Oh, and she just breathes in, Michael. And there he is behind her. And she gets fucking stabbed to pieces. Yep, so Michael is killing Karen at the window. Uh-oh. And now? Now Michael stares out the window. That's it. Then sees his reflection staring back, obviously. And that's it. And that's the end of it. Oh my god. I don't even know what I can say that I haven't already said. Um God. Uh it's very cheesy. Yes, it's very cheesy. It's It's overly dramatic. It's loaded with fucking like just disgusting amounts of nostalgia. And like I'm fine if like you had Sheriff Brackett in there. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. But, like... They have to was... make him say his line from yeah. the original, and they have to, like, zoom in on him while he's saying and it. And it doesn't make any sense. Like, it in the original, it was natural. Yeah. He spooks Lori, and she goes, oh, my God. I'm sorry. And he was like, eh, it's Halloween. Everyone deserves one good scare. Why do you say that to a man when you're pulling a gun on him? Yeah, you're not trying to scare him. Yeah, and you just needed to you just need to sound cool. Also, why did you choose that line? Like have you now said that since 1978 like just all the he time? He says it all the time. It's like your fucking catchphrase. Oh, 
but the, the nurse and Lindsay and all of the fucking flashbacks and Tommy and Lonnie. Oh my God. And none of them mean anything. No, everyone's disposable. Everyone. All the characters in the movie are disposable because that's it. You just wanted to have a big slaughter fest. Ugh. Yeah, it's, I mean, like I said, it's it's watchable, it's rewatchable, it's fun. It's definitely not the worst in the fucking series. Watch it muted. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it, it is seriously flawed, but I had said in a in a review that I wrote that this isn't the destination, this is the train ride there. So there is a part three. So, I mean, you have to... I guess, get some kind of resolution in this so you can move forward with the final chapter. Like, you couldn't leave it on a cliffhanger because then obviously the third one then needs to pick that up. Yeah. I think the first one shouldn't have been in the fire because then it forced you, like, okay, now where do we go? Mm -hmm. So, but whatever. Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, Mike... Oh boy. Five. Okay. Not off. I, I was gonna say a six seven. I I can lump it in with the rest of the Halloween franchise. Okay. I like the original. Yeah. And I can watch the second one. Okay. I think the second one would have been better without the sister angle. Right. If it was just Myers still going. Just being Myers. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, and then the rest of the franchise, not including number three, because I, I don't include that in them. Well, yeah. All just kind of lumps into the same generic Halloween movie. Yeah, just awful storylines yeah. and weird twists. And the problem with these newer ones for me is that they start off decent. And then as the movies go on, they just get stranger and stranger. Yeah. Like the 2018 one started off fine. Like, they're transferring him. He gets out again. Yeah. But then his doctor's evil. Yeah. And his doctor's putting the mask on and attacking the police officers. With a harpoon pen. Police and officers are going after him and yeah. trying to run him over. And yeah. Lori has a house that's rigged oh. up with booby traps like Home Alone. Yeah. At first, it's just a gate. Like, yeah. oh, she's got this big electric gate. Okay. But yeah, then it's her whole house is wired and it's, she's got gas lines ran inside so the house can be set on fire once she traps Michael in the house. Like, just. It just gets so out there. Yeah. It's, it's like the, whoever's writing it doesn't stop to like ground themselves. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And then this. Oh, yeah. And then this. And then like. She's got like uh she's got like trap doors in the fucking house too, like right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that's good, that's good. And then like uh I don't know, she's got like some kind of like like automatic cage in the basement that she could like lock Michael in, you know, so he could like never get out. Oh, this is great. It's almost like they just brainstormed everything. And then made the movie. But that that was it. Yeah, they didn't be like, okay, let's filter through everything and get something solid. They're like, oh, remember when Frank said this? And remember when Tom said this? And remember when Sarah said this? Like, Just keep putting it all in the movie. That's that's why you have to go back and look over stuff before yeah. you make it. Like, whether it's a movie or, like, a story that you write yeah. or a song that you, you have record. to proofread. Usually everything sounds good and seems like a good idea when you first do it. Yeah. But if you give it a little while and then come back and look at it again, usually you'll be like, 
what the fuck was I thinking putting that in there? Yeah. Let's change that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you have to proofread. And and like I said, that that's how it sounds with the dialogue. It sounds like it was written once, done. Yeah. That's it. It's set in stone. This is what we're doing. Like, ugh. Because the dialogue is awful. That's the worst part of this movie for yeah. me is the dialogue. If the dialogue had been was different, the movie would be better. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like they, they're almost in a rush to make these. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if Halloween Ends is already filmed. Yeah, or I not. have no idea. Maybe it is. But, you know, that when you, you're trying to put a movie out every year... Like you're not leaving yourself much time to make to sure make it's it. done right. Yeah, yeah, because you you have to you're writing it and depend however long that takes you, and then obviously all your filming and then all your editing. Like there's a lot involved in it. Yeah, but yeah, it seems like they're just really rushed. And I don't know where Halloween ends is gonna go. Uh, supposedly, it takes place four, four years, years in the future. So I can't, like, I don't know. I, I can't even, like, what is, does Michael get arrested? Like, what? Like, what more are you going to do? Yeah. Is it just going to be another movie of Laurie chasing him around Haddonfield? Yeah, so, like, okay, so we made three fucking movies like that now. Mm-hmm. Like, God, you got to have some kind of, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's Halloween Kills. Uh, you could still catch it in theaters. Um, and obviously it's streaming on Peacock, as we told you in the beginning. So check it out. It's worth a watch. Yeah. I mean, if you've struggled through any of the other sequels of Halloween, you could make it through this one a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. These are the Kutus Next Week. Sing Horror Time! Sing Horror!